Be sure to catch live editions of Rogan and Rodney weekdays at noon on AM 570 LA Sports. And don't miss the FNA podcast with show producer Kevin Figures and Clippers host Adam Oslin on the iHeartRadio app. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. AM 570 KLAC, 98.7 KYSR, HD2. Los Angeles. Available anywhere using the iHeartRadio app. AM 570. An L.A. sports icon. Fred Rogan is here tonight. Decades on your television covering Los Angeles sports. Fred Rogan, huge in Los Angeles. The Dean. I'm the Dean. Fred Rogan. Weekdays before Petros and Money. A USC All-American. USC's Rodney Pete. An NFL quarterback. Absolutely perfectly delivered by Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. It's available on the iHeartRadio app or on am570lasports.com. This is Rogan and Rodney. Let's do it. Fred Rogan, Rob Parker today on AM570 LA Sports. Big show, three hours. Let's get to it. Clippers ran out of gas. Simply put, they just ran out of gas last night. And uh, their season has come to an end. I say it is a success. They got to the Western Conference Finals. That's what I said they needed to do. Did they improve their footprint in Los Angeles? Marginally. Minimally. Not much. But maybe just a smidge that they did. Did they catch some people's attention? Little bit. Little bit. And you just have to be realistic and honest about it. But in no way can you take away what they accomplished. Their best player hurt. Their center didn't play the last two games. And they were right there with them. And at the end, all of those minutes and all of those games they played just caught, caught up with them, took their toll, and Phoenix advances to the NBA championship. Now, you said in the tease that Phoenix is a fraud. I had said, Rob, going into this series, and and I'll say it again, if AD and LeBron are healthy, Phoenix loses. If Jamal Murray is with Denver, I think that series goes, but I think Denver wins. And if Kawhi Leonard is with the Clippers, might have been a seven-game series, but I think the Clippers win. For Phoenix, it is the perfect storm, not to diminish their accomplishment, and the people in the Valley of the Sun are thrilled. But I agree with you. It it really fell right into place for them. And now they're in the finals. No doubt. I mean, and I'm with you. They played well during the regular season. Monty Williams did a great job. We saw Devin Booker uh, develop. Aiton is another player in this league. And then, of course, we know Chris Paul has long history and finally getting breaking through. But, but you just said it, Fred. I mean, I don't think anybody, when you go back, and there have been teams where guys have gotten hurt, <clears throat> excuse me, gotten hurt, uh, and, and maybe it opened up the championship or opened up a conference final. But to have all three rounds of the playoffs where the other team is missing their star player or one of their top two players, I just don't remember it. And that's why I'm saying... It's Fugazi. It is. It smells funny. If I touch it, I have to wash my hand. I'm just saying, Fred. And people in L.A. should be mad, should be frustrated. Why should they, wait, wait, wait a minute. Why should they be mad? Because if their players are healthy, there's a chance that the Lakers or Clippers would have been in the Western Conference Finals against each other, Fred, and one of the Los Angeles teams would be headed to the NBA Finals. That's why L.A. sports fans should be mad. And don't forget, 
This has turned into championship town. Last year, 2020, Lakers and Dodgers win the championship. This year, you had a chance of another one of the basketball teams at least getting to the finals. And who knows what happens out east. Look at, look, at, look at this series between Milwaukee and, and Atlanta. Both of their stars are doubtful for tonight's Game 5, pivotal Game 5. Injuries everywhere. This will be the injury championship. The trophy should have, like, uh, crutches attached to it. The O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you're saying people should be mad. Well, who do you want them to be mad at? AD or LeBron for getting no, hurt or Kawhi no, for just, getting hurt. Just who, a, who yeah, no, mad no, mad that 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 neither one of the teams could have, you know, their star players, just from the standpoint that there was a chance to celebrate another championship in this town. That's what I mean. It's a missed opportunity. LeBron's only getting older. So you don't know if that might have been his last chance. We don't know. Right? Father time catches up to you, Fred, eventually. That's all I'm saying. And and the Clippers. They finally turned the corner. You said it. You could be a Laker fan today if you try to diss the Clippers and what they accomplished this year. Shame on you. Shame on you. The Clippers have no reason to hang their heads. Not like last year when they choked down a 3-1 lead, Fred. They played admirably. They were down against Dallas 0-2. Down 30-11 in game three on the road, and won that series. Down 0-2 to Utah. They lose Kawhi in game four, win the final two games. When Kawhi went out, people were saying Utah was going to win the series, and they won without him. And then they go to uh, Phoenix and win that big game five. Paul George shows up, and you're right. Ran out of steam. Ran out of bodies. Let's just call it what it is. The Clippers finished the season with three big-time players not able to play. How many teams can do that? Zubac, Serge, and Kawhi. Those aren't like scrubs. So if you're walking around feeling good and you're a Lakers fan and got your chest stuck out and you got bass in your voice, something's wrong with you. Respect the Clippers today. They made people proud of Los Angeles and looked at it and said, man, those guys got some grit. Those guys have resolve. You know what? Clippers aren't bad. How could you root against a team that's down and out and behind the eight ball and came back? No other team had come back, Fred, from 0-2 deficits twice. They were trying to do it three times. So, So stand up. And be proud for the Clippers. I'm not telling you to change your allegiance or or become a Clippers fan, but don't dump on the Clippers because they got knocked out in the Western Conference Finals with three of their best players gone. That's all I'm saying. Well, Give them some respect. Well, that being said, Rob, two points. A, they could have won this series. They could have won the series. There's no doubt. A couple right. missed free throws. And the, the ironic part, Fred, they, had the, they, they were the best free throw to shooting team in the history of the NBA in a, in a regular season. How, how about that? They could have won the series. You're saying put some respect on their name. I think they accomplished something incredible. But on the other side of it, they could have won the series, Rob. I, I, I get it, but, but Fred, be honest. 
if Kawhi is playing, do they win the series? Come on, just be fair. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so let, let's not act like losing Kawhi Leonard doesn't matter. If, we, if we're saying all that, then Brooklyn, they didn't win. They went to a game seven, right? Kyrie Irving won a championship, came back from 3-1 down to Golden State, and, and James Harden was hobbling around on the court. And Kevin Durant put in 49 points. It still wasn't enough. You can't lose that many people and expect things to, to still win as if you don't need them. There's a reason you put the team together with those guys. All right. Well, what about Paul George? He was a hero. He was a heel. Last night he was atrocious. Just to be fair, he was atrocious. I think he was completely exhausted. But where do you put Paul George now? Some Paul- games he was spectacular. And in the games he lost, he played a pivotal role in that. There's no doubt. He wasn't perfect, but you know what? I think people looked at some of, of what he was able to do, his numbers. Do you see that? What is, what is the stat? Kev has it where uh, players who score 20 points and, and what is it, 20 points and 11 rebounds or whatever. There's only four players in the history of the NBA who did it. And it's like uh, Kobe and um, who are the other players? It's like three, three other players, all Hall of Famers, and now Paul George is in that class. We scored 20 or more points. So I, I just, it's hard for me to bash him. Uh, yes, if he made a couple free throws, they win that game. Uh, at the other game, he missed the free throws at the end. That could have changed that. They easily probably could have won those two games. So did he have his poor moments? Absolutely. But, but the over, if you just look at his numbers in, in a vacuum, Fred, not looking at the outcome of, of the game, he for the most part played pretty darn well and change what what we remember of him from a year ago when he was hitting the side of the backboard, uh, gagging in that Game 7 against Denver. Uh, So for Chris Paul, it was not the cruelest of ironies. It was a triumph winning at Staples Center, finally getting to the NBA Finals. Uh, After the game, or near the end of it, you know, he was chirping with Patrick Beverly, as was Devin Booker. But be fair, Patrick Beverly chirps with everybody. Well, Patrick Beverly had had enough, walked up behind him and shoved him down. Now, to be fair, Chris Paul at one point went down during the game and he sold that big time. I mean, it wasn't remotely close to what it appeared to be. But he really did get shoved. And uh, that's really not the way you want to leave people thinking about your team, Rob. No, I mean, you always wanted to, 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 to be classier. There's no doubt about it, right? Stay classy, San Diego. Uh, or in this case, stay classy, L.A., and I get it. That's not what you want to do. You don't want to lose your composure and take away all the hard work and everything you put into it, you know, leading up to that because then it soils it at the end. So I agree with you. That, that was not necessary. And we know, you know what kind of guy Patrick Beverly is. He's, a, he's an attack dog. And, we, and, and, if you're, and if he's on your team, you love that dude. About an hour ago, Pat Beverly did apologize. Mama just got away from him. Just got it away happens. From him. Yeah, but yeah. It happens. You don't do that. You do not do that. And for Chris Paul, I don't know how people in Los Angeles feel because he couldn't get it done with the Clippers. Right. And last night he had his best game of the series in the clinching game for the Suns. I don't know if you're happy for Chris Paul or mad at Chris Paul if you live in Los Angeles. I I think that if you're a Clippers fan, you're pissed from the standpoint that he couldn't get it done. And they had some pretty good teams they were up 3-1 to one a couple times in that. Do you remember that series a couple years back 
where Chris Paul had that great game six against Utah to force a game seven, and then he and then and then he wet the bed in game seven, and the Clippers lost. So so I think people are probably, but but I guess if you're a Chris Paul fan, obviously you're really happy to see him finally go to the finals in his 16th year in the NBA. But uh, yeah, that was one of those. It could have turned out to be bad for him, but instead, he was the star tonight. Uh, you know what annoyed me? Maybe it's just me. I talked to Kevin about this this morning, and he couldn't figure it out. He said, ah, why does that annoy you? But it really did. Seeing Kawhi Leonard sit on the bench. <laughs> it just annoyed me. The game before, he couldn't be bothered. And he was sitting up in the suite. Last night, for whatever reason, he decided to come on down to the bench. As a matter of fact, James Worthy was on with uh, Petros and Money the other day and just talked about this. Are you with us or are you not? And you're not with us when you're up there in the suite. Let me tell you something. Magic Johnson was out a couple games, 89, put on his Laker warm-up. Knew he wasn't going to play, but he put the warm-up on, and he's, he's over there on the, on the sideline helping Pat Riley. Uh, Murray in Denver, out. He's on the bench. You know, uh, it didn't look good. It wasn't a good look. It looked really bad. Only thing I'll say to James Worthy is he's right. It does look bad. But did James say that when LeBron walked out on his team with five minutes to go and went back to the locker room? Do you remember that? Well, he at least was on the bench. No. For a no, while. He, wa- he was no, in but, the game. But he, wa- he left the team when it was apparent that they weren't going to win for the final five minutes. Well, he Am said I he right? wanted to get his treatment early. Yeah, no, no, no. You've got to stay with your team. I, I, either way, both. I don't care until the game's over. You can't walk away. It's a bad look, Fred. It looks bad. When LeBron walks away to say, okay, I'm done, he's saying the game's over, right? I don't care what you guys do or whatever. You could have a miracle come. I'm going to be in the back. So I get it. I'm not taking up for Kawhi Leonard. I think he should be on the bench with his team. But I think it's for, for everybody, and it's easy to say that. And I don't know. Maybe James said it was a bad look for LeBron too. But I'm just saying, I, I always wonder about when people are saying that, are they saying it about everybody? Well, I'm saying this about Kawhi. I didn't like him sitting on the bench last night. Why? You know why? You haven't been there. You chose not to be there. You're Mr. Aloof. We don't know what's going on with you, really. And that's fine. We don't have to. Everybody's not the same, Fred. He's a different cat. He's a different cat. Rob, I'm not saying we're all the same. And I know he's a different cat. Then be your cat. (laughs) Then go to your your litter box upstairs. So you're saying scat, cat. Is that what what you're saying? saying? I mean, if you if you cannot be down there earlier in the series, don't do us all a solid and show up tonight. You're in the arena already. We know that you're in a suite. So now you're going to do us all a favor and, and grace us with your presence. Why? Because people thought it was a bad look? Well, you should know it's a bad look. You should have presence of mind to understand. You should be down there. And then if people say, well, where the hell were you? Why were you in a suite? You decide, I better get down on the bench. Because that was a bad look. It's not about the look. It's about who you are. I think that speaks to who he is. I couldn't be there with you when I could be. Because I was upstairs in a suite. Now everybody thinks, why, why weren't you on the bench? I'll go to the bench. If you're not there, you're not there. Go back upstairs. Don't do us any favors. That really bothered me. And I'm sure I'm the only person that was bothered by that. Everybody thought, oh, it's great he's down there. And my first reaction was, where were you the other night? 
Where were you? And now it leads to this. He can leave. He has the opportunity to go. That will conclude his Clippers season. And perhaps his Clippers career. Of course, the smart money is he stays. He's from Southern California. He lives in San Diego. Why would he want to go anywhere? Where is he going? He could go to Miami. He could go to Dallas. How about him playing with the Mavericks? Playing I, for I, Jason Kidd. I, I, just, I just don't see it. I, 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 like, it would be one thing if this team had another disastrous playoff run or something, and then you could say it's not going to work here or whatever. Looking at what, what we saw uh, come together and the job that Ty Lue did with the injuries and making it ch- – where are you going? This team, who has a brighter future, the Clippers or the Lakers? The Clippers have the brighter future as you go forward, not the Lakers. Excuse me? Is this on? Hello? I'm sorry, I missed something. You heard No, you heard what I said. We can talk about it, Fred. There's one team that had the brightest future in L.A., basketball-wise, the Clippers, after this playoff run. You're telling me. What are you looking at? But, but you're acting, Fred's acting like that's a hot take. That's is not it? right. Thank you, right, Why Kev? is that a hot take, Wait Fred? That seems obvious to me. Oh, blah, blah, blah. You're telling me. Kev's with me, and he's a Laker guy. I am, yeah. You're telling me if AD, and it's a big F, okay? And I'll acknowledge that. But now we'll talk perfect world, fair? Sure. Okay, perfect world. AD and LeBron are both healthy. And we don't trumpet Rob Polinka for making stupid moves like he did during the last offseason. No, wait a minute. You're the one who said last offseason. Wait a minute. stupid at the time. Thank you, Kev. history here, Fred. No, no. Kev, what did he say? Kev, I was on the show where he talked about they, uh, the they, they, they got better, they won the offseason, yeah. and now he's saying they're stupid And moves. that was consensus among people. Right, yes. and guess what? We were all wrong. All right, well, the moves didn't work out. But right. you can't come back now. It's like, oh, those are terrible moves. Right. Like, you weren't saying that Hey, at the time. you know what? I'm not sitting in that chair. I, I talk about what he does in that chair. And you know what? In that chair, there were bad moves. I thought there were good moves. You know what I did? I got fooled. I got you sucked did get big time. But I got sucked in. But look, for us, when... Everything is equal, like you say, Fred. If LeBron and AD are healthy, if Kawhi and PG are healthy, and, all and, rosters are healthy. And, and there's one more caveat, then yeah, finish. Okay. And Polinka makes a move to get those two guys one player that can help. You're giving me ifs and buts. I'm going off of what we have right what now. What we have right the now, and you Lakers, can't do that. Right. Rob and, and Fred have been consistent like one and two favorites to win the championship the last two seasons. Thank you. And people, when the teams were healthy this year, still felt the Clippers might be favored over the Lakers. The Clippers may have been favored over the Lakers had they played each other in the playoffs last year. We argue with Rodney on the show that they are neck and neck. It can go either way. So why would anything change going into next offseason off or next season if there's no major move. Okay, well, because Rob said who's got the brighter future. Yes. As currently constructed right now, as we sit, I would think it would be the Clippers. Okay, and I... They're deeper or they're younger. But did we say everybody's healthy? Yes. Then I'm going with the Lakers. No, you're not. How? Yeah, because I'm taking LeBron and AD over Paul George. LeBron in year 19? Yes. Do you know that LeBron's been hurt two or the three years he's been in L.A.? Well, we just said everybody yeah, has right? to be healthy. No, but, I, but I'm just saying. And as Kawhi he's get- Leonard missed the playoffs. I'm saying everybody's healthy, Rob. But again, but as he- my point is, even with everybody healthy, the Lakers and Clippers were one and two. Right. Neck and neck, essentially. It was even when it came to the, the betting money, all of that. Who's favorite to win the championship? All of that. Right. So with LeBron having his injury history, AD having his injury history. Yes, we can talk about Paul George and Kawhi Leonard as well. Kawhi Leonard injury history. Okay. Sure, sure. 
But even if we take all those out of the equation and talk about just every team, both teams being 100% healthy, why would the Lakers be so demonstrably better than the Clippers are? The I question guess is was, who question. has a brighter future? Okay, so the Lakers' future is just a tad bit brighter. It's a little sunny. And why no, is that? Why, why is that? I want to know why, Fred. Because next year, I'm betting on AD and LeBron over Kawhi You're betting on George. LeBron in year 19? I am. You know what? I'm taking the. Le- Let's put it like this. I got LeBron and Paul George matching up. I got Kawhi and AD. LeBron wins the battle with Paul George. Did Paul Did Paul George impress people or or shake off the year ago uh, terrible postseason? And now you think, okay, he's jumped over it. That the Clippers have finally been to the Western Conference. The the Clippers show their resiliency, uh, uh, how they were able to bounce back. And now you're going to add to the mix their star player. And if, obviously, if he's healthy, they would be going to the finals. There's no doubt in my mind. They would be going to the final. And you're talking future being brighter. I mean, Paul and Kawhi are younger than LeBron and AD. Yes. You said yourself last to... week, Fred, like what the Lakers probably shouldn't have gave LeBron that contract. It's diminishing returns on the back end of the deal. Fred, what are you, so a I'm, flip-flopper? So what talking, are you doing? No, I'm future going... is not next year. Future is like into the future. I'm Thank about you. The Here's the thing we've learned. Okay. I'll tell you what we've learned. Okay. We can't do that. Can't do what? We can't go into the future. We can go next year. I go year by year now. There's no more well. Okay. Three years from now, that doesn't work. So remember, Fred, when you go on for your negotiations at uh, KNBC, yeah. remember, no, no three years, all right, just next year. No, no. <laughs> it's different when it comes to me. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> see, Cam, see how I turned that around? <laughs> hey, you know what, Rob? Rodney always says, don't mess with a man's money. No, I don't. No, don't do it. Don't mess with a man's money. All right, uh, Dodgers are in Washington. David Vassay will join us next. Throwback Thursday, Earth, Wind, and Fire. All right, Fred Rogan, Rob Parker in today for Rodney. Now it's time for a moment we cherish and look forward to every day. The home of the Dodgers. With an inside look at the Dodgers, this is the Vassay Report with David Vassay. Brought to you by Navian Tankless Water Heaters. All right, Dave joins us. Dave, thank you for hanging out. No problem. Rob Parker, sorry what, about your Clippers. What do you mean, my Clippers? You know I don't root for teams. I'm a reporter. I have been for 35 years. We all know you have an affinity for certain teams and players and more disdain for certain players and certain teams. No, you know what it is, Mr. Vasse? It's very simple. When you're an analyst, uh-huh. you want your predictions to be right. Yeah, that's right. You, want right? Your hot, you don't want to be on cold, freezing takes. Exactly. So... When, when, when everybody said the Clippers couldn't beat the Mavericks and I was right, I got to stick my chest out. So what, what bucket does you wanting Kenley Jansen removed from closer what? a week into the season? What bucket does that fall into that just when he makes in- his fourth All-Star appearance? That's just uh, common sense. Oh, no. well, Dylan Hernandez publicly wrote a column apologizing for being wrong. I'm waiting for that to happen with Rob Parker. You'll never get an apology column from me. Wow. <laughs> never. Wow. And he's I'll, also a writer. Right. <laughs> exactly. That's where he made his bones. That's right. Can you pen an apology to Kenley similar to Dylan? No, I'll, uh, I've will i acknowledged that he's had a great uh, bounce back uh-huh. season, uh-huh. and I've given him credit, as right. uh, Charlie Hayes used to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, no, I mean, he has bounced back. That's why we talked to Ned Coletti yesterday, and I said, you know, and you know this, David. You've been covering baseball for a long time. Very few closers 
you know, bounce back after they fall off. Like there's, you know, there's, there's that, you, you don't, you don't re- regain your form. You might be okay, but you're never like as dominant. And he has bounced back big time. And a big reason why is because he put in the work and he's not just some closer, not some fly by night closer, Rob Parker. He's the all time saves leader in Dodger history. Who's the greatest closer in baseball history? Mariano Rivera. Do you ever remember him having a bad year or a bad season? Yeah, I remember him blowing a couple of World no, Series no, games. No, 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 that's not a bad season. That, that yeah, it happen. is. You no, blew the not. biggest game of the year. It's a bad season. No, it's not. Yes, it, oh, it's not? That's no. all that you play for. You can't be perfect. You can't be. If you, well, you if he's the greatest perfect, closer of all time, he shouldn't be giving up a flare single in the World won. Series. Get a and strikeout. If, and if, if Derek Jeter's playing shortstop, does he all catch right. that ball? Hey. Get a strikeout if okay, you're the greatest. All right, all right. <laughs> okay, good. We got that out of the way. Yes, uh, yeah, thank you. I, I'm still waiting for that apology. No, it's Maybe not next coming. Show. Next show. All right. Yes. Yeah, you keep asking. <laughs> you keep asking. All right, let's talk about uh, Trevor Bauer and. Uh, Can we just talk about Kenley and Rob Parker? No, no, no. <laughs> we we got to talk about Trevor. All Bauer. right, let's, let's talk not about get it. into anything with the allegations or the case because anything we talk about is going to be speculation. We don't know. Mm-hmm. We, that we don't know. Let's talk about the baseball aspect. Is he on the trip with the Dodgers? He is on the trip to Washington, D.C. He is there with the team. He is scheduled to pitch on Sunday. Will he pitch? That's a great question. I don't know if he will. And all I can go by is history and precedent by Major League Baseball. Forget about Chapman and Roberto Asuna. Those are with other teams. How about 2019 with Julio Urias? And when witnesses saw Julio pushed down a woman in a parking lot here in L.A., uh, Major League Baseball in 2015 put in place a joint domestic violation, sexual assault, uh, um, you know, violation mm-hmm. panel. And under those rules, um, they no matter what happens in court or with the law, Major League Baseball has set this up for them to have their own investigation. Okay. And part of that is if they feel like it's serious enough they will put the player on administrative leave for seven days at least to go through their investigation. That's what they did with Julio. And then they came back at the end of those seven days of administrative leave where they suspended him for 20 games. And this on the surface seems to be more serious than that accusation. And so my belief is at the very least, Major League Baseball more than likely will put Bauer on administrative leave because the Dodgers in their statement said they have turned things over to Major League Baseball. They reported this uh, accusation, allegation, what's going on with the Pasadena police to Major League Baseball. So it's in MLB's hands right now. So you would expect them to go through these steps. Okay. And that was going to be my question. MLB is looking into it. Do the Dodgers also have the right to look into it? Can they, if they choose and still discipline separate from MLBs. Of course they could, but then you bring in the players' union if you do that as a team. That's why this has been bargained between Major League Baseball and the players' union back in 2015. Uh, So there is no, oh, the players' union is stepping in and saying this is unfair. No. That's why things are put into Major League Baseball's hands because this was collectively bargained back in 2015 to have this joint domestic violation uh, rule in Major League Baseball. So now it's it's everybody has agreed upon this, the teams, the players, that it is now in Major League Baseball's hands, and it is fair to put a player 
under uh, under administrative leave for seven days while MLB handles their investigation. It's been done. It's been I, done with other players. And I think it's fair. To, do you know what I mean? Like, the guy still gets paid, right? And, and he's off to the side for a week till you figure it out, hash it out, and make sure if it's really serious, right, David? Or, or maybe there's nothing to it or it's not serious enough to, 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 you know, damage the guy's career going forward. You know what I mean? So an investigation by the league. And we saw this in the NFL. Remember, you, they, 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 when, when Roger Goodell took over, he said, we don't need a conviction or something from the court. We're doing our own thing to protect our shield. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if it's, and if it's something we think that damages our shield and our brand – we will have our own discipline. We don't have to wait for the court system. And if you remember, back in 2019, no charges were brought against Julio Urias, but Major League Baseball still suspended him exactly. for 20 games. So that's why exactly what Rob said. It's in MLB's hands. No matter what happens legally, MLB and the players have agreed upon the fact that if they feel like a player has stepped over the line, even if legally no charges are brought or if the player's not jailed, they could still suspend a player. Okay, so he is there, and we'll find out what happens. I mean, who knows if you'll even get a ruling or a decision on the administratively by Sunday. No, you won't. He'll, he'll be placed, if he is placed on it, you will not get a ruling until the seven days are over. Okay, but I'm saying he can be placed on it for seven days. He's not. That's not happened yet. It has not happened yet, no. Right. And I'm saying I don't even know if it'll happen before Sunday. We don't know, but there's a chance it could. There's a couple more days, Fred, right? Well, What's it's Thursday. Today? You would think. Today's Thursday. Right. You got all day tomorrow. I mean, if they're going to do something, you would think it would be close of business, business on tomorrow. Friday. Yeah. Dave right. Roberts, right. Dave Roberts is going to speak to the media via Zoom from Nationals Park at 1 o'clock, so we'll see whether or not he has any information or if a release has been put out by then. Okay, so we'll find that out. In the meantime, they are in Washington. They start the road trip uh, and uh, maybe exhaling a bit after the way they played here at home and, and the run they're on. Right, but this Bauer cloud now hangs over them. And, the part, I, you know, I brought this up last time, and I brought this up on Dodger Talk if any one of these five pitchers got injured or now possibly suspended, they're in – I'm speaking only baseball. Right. I'm only talking baseball right. here, and I'm focusing on baseball. Okay. I'm not demeaning or minimizing the seriousness of this. I'm talking baseball. Right. If, a, if one of these five pitchers got injured or suspended or for any amount of time, the Dodgers don't have – a fifth starter to slide into Trevor Bauer's spot or Clayton Kershaw's spot or Walker Bueller's spot, they would more than likely have to find a way to go to the bullpen game and use multiple relievers, which would put stress on that bullpen. And with Dustin May done for the year because of Tommy John, with Josiah Gray, their top pitching prospect at AAA, still coming back from shoulder impingement, they don't have anybody. But I will tell you a name that you might want to keep an eye on if they're not able to pull the trigger on a trade and they can't continue to go on these bullpen games. Ryan Pepio, college pitcher they drafted a couple of years ago out of Butler, one of their top pitching prospects at AA Tulsa. They may be forced to accelerate his time to Major League Baseball, and he could be a guy that for a short period of time, or if he excels a long period of time, be part of this Dodger rotation. Why can't they uh, 
space out? Why can't they stretch out David Price? They don't want to. He's old. He's 38 years old, and they don't want to bounce him back and forth. The guy that they could is Jimmy Nelson. But Jimmy Nelson, the last couple of weeks, for whatever reason, has not had command of his pitches. So I'm not sure they want to do that. Yeah, the way you said for whatever reason. Yeah, is, whatever it, is it because reason. he doesn't have the goo? Is that what you're saying? Is I'm not accusing thing? anybody of anything, Rob. It just hasn't looked the same. Okay. Goo gate is all he over did, the place. He did throw a baseball to the backstop uh, on a warm-up pitch the last time he was called out of the bullpen. I haven't seen that since Brandon McCarthy had the yips. He, he, me, he's just trying to stretch. Yeah, let sure. Me, let, let me ask you this. Do we have time? Or yeah, do one more. Okay. Go ahead. One more. Just because of the goo and everything that's going on, I'm just curious. Uh, Jacob DeGrom's season that he's having. Oh, of course you're bringing up DeGrom. No, no, I want to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this to DeGrom and his season. But I don't think it, his season will, will, would, would rank up there next to either Bob Gibson or even Dwight Gooden in 1985. You remember, Dave. Yeah. 24-4, and 1.53 ERA. DeGrom doesn't pitch more than five or six innings. Gooden had... 16 complete games that year. Can you compare the two? You can't. You can't even am compare I, Am I that. right? You can't. Because like you said, Doc Gooden was allowed to go the distance. Nowadays, even in DeGrom's case, as good as he's pitched, they take him out after six or seven innings. And also, Rob, he seems to get hurt every couple of weeks. Yes. So, come on. It's not the same. And I actually don't believe that... He should win the MVP. I don't either. I, I, so, I don't either. Do you know what Dwight Gooden finished that year in MVP voting? Where? Fourth. Yeah. With a 1.53 yeah. ERA and, that's and where 24 DeGrom wins. Should, that's where DeGrom should finish. He is not having that type of Doc Gooden season or even the last pitcher to win the MVP, Clayton Kershaw. He's right. not having that type of year. 100%. All right. We agree on something. All finally. right. So you know what? I don't have to get a vase a vase of me. I mean, uh, oh my that's God, right. Rob. There we go. <laughs> a vase to me. All right. Dave, thank you for coming on. And you said Dave he's, Roberts. He's been gonna... vaccinated. Yeah, been... <laughs> All right. Dave Roberts is going to talk at 1 o'clock? He is on Zoom. All right. So that, Kevin, well, that'll be coming into the house. Yeah. Kevin can make that any, happen. Any breaking news we need to know. He, lo- he seems very... Uh... I don't know if Kevin wants to go live to a Zoom. Audio quality is not always the best, Fred. So We've done it before. I know. Like I said, it's not always the best decision. Yeah. So maybe we could relay that information to you, Fred. Are you going to be here? or I am. Road? I'm here in Wa- uh, the team's in Washington, D.C. I'm here in the studio. No, what I'm saying, you're going home, you're going to hang. No, I'm right here. Oh, good. All right. Well, 1 o'clock, come back. Uh, after the Zoom. If there's news, if there's no news, we don't need you. Fred, let's... Jesus, Rob. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, Rob doesn't want to be reminded of his uh, shortcomings in (laughs) evaluating baseball closers. (laughs) All right. Well, maybe we'll talk to you later, Dave. Thanks. Who's ready for who dis? Who dis? Who wants some? Who's going to get some? I see you, Mr. Vasset. 866-987-2570. Here's the deal. First caller in. Kevin will pick you up, put you on the air. Maybe you can knock Rob and uh, Ronnie off today. And now another Rogan and Rodney. Oh, yeah! Afternoon Delight. Today's Throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight. Funky Town by Lips, Inc. 
This song appeared on the disco group's debut album entitled Mouth to Mouth, which was released in 1980. The song spent four weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100 charts, spanning the months of May and June of that year. The song went platinum in the United States and Canada, and VH1 ranked the song at number 36 in their list of 100 greatest hit, one-hit wonders of the 80s. Again, today's Throwback Thursday edition of Afternoon Delight, Funky Town by Lips Inc. Rogan and Rodney Roulette. Who is this guy? This is who I am. Who is this guy? Who this? Angel City FC, LA's new women's professional soccer team, revealed their crest and colors this week, which pays homage to the city of Los Angeles. Merchandise and seat deposits are available at angelcity.com. Okay, Anthony in East LA, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, Fred. Okay, here's the deal. We're going to play Who Dis. So today, you better be ready. When you know it, yell it out, all right? I'm coming for you, Rob. Well, all right, go. I'm ready for you, Anthony. Let's do it. Let's rumble. All right, uh, Ronnie, are you ready? Good to afternoon, rumble? Fred and Rob and Anthony. Yeah, let's rumble. What's okay. Up? When you know it, yell it. Good luck to all. I am a three-time NL All-Star pitcher. Clayton Kershaw. No, senor! Trevor Bauer. Trevor How Bauer. Uh, David Price. Jacob DeGrom. No good. No good. Who is this guy? I led the National League in saves in 2017. Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen. I, I got it right. I think it's Rob ahead of Anthony. Kevin. Anthony got in first. No. No way. Can we go no, to the replay? We're going to the replay. We are going to the replay. You might have shouted louder, but Anthony may have said it first. So, Anthony... Kevin says it's you. We're going to check the tape, okay? Sounds like he's right. All right, well, we're going to find out right now. He's getting it queued up. Here we go. Let's listen. I led the National League in saves in 2017. It is Anthony. What? One more time. (laughs) Jimmy Jensen. Jimmy Jensen. I think Anthony's clearly... First. It was right. Anthony. All right. I heard All right. Anthony. All right, Anthony, you're on the board. Good I'm job. Have to, I'm, I'm going to have to speak up a little louder. Sorry, guys. All right. Well, you spoke loud enough to get that one. Let's try again. <laughs> I was the 10th overall pick in the 2010 NBA draft. The Marcus Cousins. No good. I am a seven-time NBA All-Star. Paul George. Boom. Rob. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Try to veal. <laughs> that was good. That was good. All right. Rob and Anthony tied at one apiece. I won three NFL MVP awards in my Hall of Fame career. Joe Montana. No good. Aaron Rodgers. No, senor. Who is this guy? He, uh... No, Peyton Manning has more than that. How many? Three? Yep. John Elway. How about new? I made 11 Pro Bowls and led the NFL in passing touchdowns twice. Brett Favre. Boom. Anthony. That's Anthony. A good one. That's a good one. Wow, Anthony. Good job. I have a chance that Rodney's not there, so. I, I think even today, you'd be beating Rodney. I mean, you're on fire. Ronnie, are you playing? Anthony's on fire. Ronnie's there. Turn your mic on, Ronnie. We're waiting on you to jump in. Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Hello. There you go. Hey, Rob. Hi. Hey. Jeez. 
All right, here we go. I made 12 all-star teams in my MLB career. Derek Jeter. No, senor! Uh, Who is this guy? Roberto Alomar. No good! Yadier Molina. And it is no good. I led the AL in batting average in 2002 and in home runs in 2004. Albert Pujols. How about now? Uh, Alex Rodriguez. No, senor! He, he said who led what in 2002? Said he AL and batting average. Oh, that's some. Um... Hideki Matsui. Guy? Hideki Matsui. No good! I won two World Series titles with the Red Sox. Uh, Manny well, Ramirez? Manny Ramirez is correct. Man. Anthony. Anthony, you're running the table here. Get one more and you've guaranteed yourself to win. I made seven all-star teams in my basketball Hall of Fame career. Seven all-star teams in my basketball Hall of Fame career. Chris Paul. No good! Reggie Miller. No, senor! I made eight. Kawhi Leonard. How about new? I made eight all-NBA defensive teams and led the league in steals in 94. This guy. I won six. No. How about new? I won six NBA titles in my career. Oh, Scotty Pippen. My God, Anthony, you've done it again. Wow. <laughs> well, that's it, Anthony. You can't lose today. One more question, but you've already wrapped it up. You want to play the last one? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Give us some sympathy. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you. All right. <laughs> We'll see if Ronnie can can get one today. I'm being shit out today, it looks like. Yeah, you are. Jeez. Yeah, you are. I was the fifth overall pick in the 95 NBA draft. Who is this guy? 95. My God. I made 15 all-star teams and was the league MVP. Kevin Garnett. My God, Anthony's done it again. How'd you get that? 95, there was only like one or two good players, so I know the 96 one was a good draft. Pretty good, man. You did a great job. Anthony, Unbelievable. you came one away from pitching the perfect game. Five out of six. Great, yeah. great work today. But I got a broken bat hit to right field, so I'm sorry. And I whiffed. Yeah. No, Rob bunted against you. <laughs> Rob the, bunted in the ninth. In the ninth inning with two outs. <laughs> yeah, he bunted and he got on base. But, Anthony, that's, that's a hell of a run today, man. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot. All right. We appreciate you listening as always. Have a good day. All right. You too.